I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Thank you guys for joining us on this Tuesday November 2nd. Thank you also for checking in with us. We love waking up and seeing all of your texts. You can do it a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. We get your uh, text or your tweets there. Melodies is checking in this morning. So is Michelle, Eliana, and Andrea. Also checking in on our text line. You can call us. You can text us at 702-364-9400. We have Zach checking in. David, Rick, Diana, and Sarah. Turtle and Booble, Brian S., Jessica, Jim in Michigan, Brian W., Jan, truck driver Jason, Lance Sandell, Jeremiah, Nelsie is checking in, Cujo, Deborah, Buckeye, Bob. We uh, just got to check in from Rudy, so thank you guys for that, and hello. Good morning to you. Great to see you on this Tuesday. How was your how was your extended weekend? It was nice. Uh, yeah, we took a little extended weekend, uh, Friday and uh, Monday, so a four-day weekend. I was thinking about that when I got here. I was like, four day work, four day off, four day work, four day off. I why wasn't that the original work week? Yeah, where who, you had four, 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 four. Who did it wrong? I don't know. Let's let's track that person down. I mean, we, th- this is this is the way it should be. I felt rested. I got a lot accomplished. No, it was it was really nice. My mom was in town, and so that's why I took a couple extra days, and I had some extra time. We all have some extra time that we need to kind of utilize before the end of the year. So that was it was really nice. It was very busy. Um, we like I said, my mom was in town, so I kind of did some stuff with her. We were at the Ghost Walk on Halloween, which was a lot of fun. And uh, after that, we went over to our neighbor's house. They had a little Halloween party. So it was a good a good weekend on my end. How was your weekend? Yeah, kind of the same. Really nice weekend. Just uh, relaxing. Got caught up on a bunch of stuff. I feel like it was a nice reset as far as like little things I wanted to get done. Just little errands and projects. Got all that stuff done. So ready to start fresh the week uh, here in front of us. And then, yeah, Ghost Walk was a lot of fun. So many of you guys came out on Sunday night. It was a blast seeing you guys. And then I, I think I got home from Ghost Walk probably about 5.45. And we were all set for trick-or-treaters. Between 6 and 7, we had a couple of kids come by. And then 7 to 8 in our neighborhood, at least our house, boom, it was on. It was nonstop from 7 to 8. And then, like, 8 o'clock, it just, it just stopped. Yeah, we we had, we handed out a good. I had, had the right amount of candy. I was proud of myself. I got three big bags, and then at eight o'clock we were down really low. And I was thinking, do I need to run down to Albertsons? I'm like, let's see how the next 
15, 20 minutes ago, and, and there, there was no one after 8, so we were golden on Sunday night. Yeah, it was about the same at our at our place, too. A really slow start. That, like, 6.30, 7.30 was busy. I was at the neighbor's, but um, our ring doorbell goes off every time there's motion on our front porch, mm-hmm. so my I kept getting the notifications, like, and my daughter was, my oldest daughter, she was at home manning the place, and she kept texting me. She's like, the trick-or-treaters are really rude this year. And I'm like, What? And she's like, we are getting the rudest trick-or-treaters. I'm like, what happened? So I, I go back and I watch like the doorbell cam and see what like what happened. So there's this one little girl. She comes up and we have this big bowl of, of candy. And, and we were giving away the full-size candy bars. And so my daughter um, grabbed one and she put it in her bag. And the girl looked in her bag. She goes, uh-uh. And this girl had to be like six years old. She goes, uh-uh. I want to choose myself. And my daughter's like uh what she goes bring the bowl over here oh no sister and my daughter goes no you're good and then the parent heard and she goes oh come on let's go and so that was one thing and then another um group of kids came up and it was like they were they were like teens and so my daughter's also a teen so the boys are in the front and then there's some girls behind them and my daughter opens the door and the boys are like, hey, trick or treat. And she's like, gives them their stuff. And the girls go, we don't want candy from this house. And they walked away. What? I don't even know. What the heck is that? It was like the weirdest thing. Did, she, did Sophie know the people? No, not at all. Like, it's almost like they were just hanging out with the boys and the boys were getting candy, but they were just kind of standing there. And then as soon as they she opened the door, they're like, we don't want candy from this house. And then they walked. They didn't say it to my daughter. They said it to the boys. It was just so That's weird. Bizarre. So my poor Sophie, it texted me. She's like, "Can you please come back up here? Because people are really mean this year." I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. So I, I went back. Oh, I went up there, and then th- there was no messing around. I was just like, "You get what you get. Here you go. Have a great day." <laughs> the, um, I was. I only had a couple of teens in my neighborhood. The majority of them were, were younger kids uh, coming through. There was one little kid that. You know what a plague doctor is? The costume, it's that, he has like the long white nose, it's a mask. Like an elephant nose? Yes, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. the plague doctor. And this little tiny kid comes up, and he's a he's a plague doctor, and his costume is like over the top, so well done. He does the trick or treat, and he's speaking with his deep voice, and I'm like, hey, happy Halloween, here you go. And I just said to him, I'm like, that, that's a great costume. And he pauses, and he goes, I'm a plague doctor. And he does this thing with his hands as if to, not to cure me of a plague, but like to put a plague on my house. He does this weird, slow, like, I'm a plague doctor and does this thing with his hands like he's unleashing a plague into my house. I'm like, whoa, okay. How are you feeling this morning? Gosh, plague doctor rolled into my house. I thought he was supposed to be helping the plague, but the way he said it was like, I felt like he was putting a curse on me the way he did it. I'm a plague doctor. Be very careful this November. I know. I'm like, child, okay, move on to the next house. Man, oh man, give me the, uh, give me the happy witches and, uh, you know, the little ghost. That's funny. Yeah, it was, uh, I hope you, hopefully you guys had a good Halloween. There was a lot, uh, it was nice to see more people out and about and, and uh, doing so safely. So it was uh, a good one here. And again, yeah, it was so great to see all of you at Ghost Walk. We had such a great turnout there. It was so much fun. So we just so look forward to seeing you guys out at events. And it's great to have some live in-person events that we can go back out to again. Yeah, some of you out there on Sunday night. My, my neighbor, my neighborhood, I guess question for you, Mercedes, but my neighbor in my neighborhood, he's over the top. His decorations are up and just stunning Halloween display. When I was coming home uh, last night from work, um, 
they, it was all down. His his wife was out there taking the finishing touches. Everything is gone. I know you do a lot of Halloween decorations and celebrating. Is everything still up? What's the time frame for you guys taking stuff down? They'll come down today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was like a chill day. We were like, ah, we'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, today they'll come down. But oddly enough, one of my neighbors put up their Christmas lights yesterday. So they are all up. We <laughs> were like, go. whoa, that was fast. So yeah, uh, the holidays, they are approaching. Mm-hmm. Let's get the show started. It is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear shine by collective soul do you want to hear she's so high by tal bachman want to hear baby boy by beyonce those are your choices get your vote in by tweeting us at mercedes in the am vote on our facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400 we are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Remember last week when Olivia Rodrigo was on Jimmy Kimmel Live and said that President Biden gave her a shoehorn during her White House visit. Here's the audio of the two of them talking about that. He gave me a few gifts. He gave me M&M's and he also gave me a shoehorn, which was strange. Did he really give you a shoehorn? Really? It had like the presidential like (laughs) emblem on it. I'm serious. It's in my house. Did you pretend to be interested in the shoehorn? I didn't see it when he gave it to me. It was like in a bag and I like opened it up. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Well, it turns out it was actually an ice cream scoop and she blamed the misunderstanding on her mom. Olivia said, quote, thank you to my mom who told me this President Biden ice cream scoop was a shoehorn and let me repeat it on national television now looking at the photo it's clearly an ice cream scooper but... it's obvious you can't blame it on your mom girl that's <laughs> that's an ice cream scoop come on would you react differently if you got because you said if you got a shoehorn you'd be like what am i doing with a shoehorn president gives you an ice cream scoop do you react re- react differently well it's it's really cool it's got like a presidential seal on it i'm i'm super excited about that it encourages me to eat some ice cream <laughs> yeah thank you mr president easy on me adele still the number one song in the country Go! Now, Adele has had five number one songs, and her song, Hello, had the longest run with ten weeks in the top spot, so we'll see how long Easy On Me sits in the number one slot. The number two song of the country, Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber with Stay. And then we have Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow with Industry Baby at number three. Did you check out the new Ed Sheeran album at all? I did. I listened to a few of the tracks. It's really good. Is it good? There's a lot of, there's a couple of songs I think are going to be hits in addition to uh, Bad Habits and Shivers. I think that there's a lot of 
radio-friendly songs on there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that album came out on Friday. Now, Chris Pratt, he just signed on to be the voice of Mario in the new animated movie, and he's now going to be the lead in the new Garfield movie. There's no word on the plot, but chances are that Garfield will eat lasagna, he'll hate Mondays, and also be annoyed by his owner and the, his, his dog, Odie. Garfield has been brought to the big screen twice. It was voiced by Bill Murray both times, but now Chris Pratt has the honor of playing Garfield. Ah, that gives a new kind of vibe to Garfield. I like it. New little twist, yeah. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, they were seen holding hands on a roller coaster at Not Scary Farm. This was on Friday. So are they dating? Apparently they say they're, they're, they're just friends. They were out with Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Sources say they hang in the same circles, so they'll be together from time to time. It's just friends hanging out. That was on Friday. Pictures out over the weekend. Well, a body language expert took the photos and broke them down and says they weren't acting friend-like. The way this person sees it, they said friends would act differently, the two of them, and their body language says they're more than just friends. Well, you know, that those body language experts, they know. They can pick up on these things. <laughs> Maybe the girl was just scared on a roller coaster. Yeah, holding no a, kidding. Being a gentleman and holding her hand. Spoiler alert, last night. Dancing with the Stars. I'm going to tell you he went home, so if you, you saved it and you haven't watched it, maybe just tune down for a second. But it was Queen Night on Dancing with the Stars. And the bottom two contestants this week, it was JoJo Siwa and The Miz. Who went home? It was The Miz. All the judges voted to save JoJo Siwa. The Miz went home last night. JoJo Siwa is pretty good. I'm really shocked she was in the bottom. Yeah, like, I mean, she should she should win this whole thing. Yeah, she's been, I think she was one of the first contestants to get a perfect score this year. So yeah. I saw, I'm not watching it, but I saw the story this morning, and she was in the bottom, too. I was kind of uh, maybe dancing to a Queen song, and she just couldn't get the rhythm down or something. That just does not make sense to me. Coming up, more dirt in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. To another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1513. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is six o'clock on Tuesday, November 2nd. Wow, I mean, it might as well be Christmas, right? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all ready for Christmas? No. You got holiday shopping done? I'm yep. kidding. I want to enjoy before the Christmas uh, rush hits. I, I, mentioned earlier uh, in the pre-show that one of my neighbors put their Christmas lights up yesterday and I we looked out our window just, you know, to look at the beautiful Vegas lights before we went to bed and my husband goes, is that? What? Is is that and I went and looked. I'm like, oh my gosh, they put up their Christmas lights. What happened? What's going on? Although I do say it is really lovely to look at. I enjoy it. and they're you know they're white lights so I feel like maybe the white lights you can get away with it just being we're feeling festive when if they are the multicolored lights I feel like that's more Christmassy yeah that screams holidays like Christmas is yeah. here multicolored white lights yeah it's, it's festive cafe kind of lights going on just decorating a house there's many places that just still have white lights and trees just because it looks good on the the decor at night but I, I'm kind of I, I start to feel the I start to feel the holiday season now but this weather right this week is gonna be amazing so I think maybe next week once it gets a little bit cooler I'll start feeling the holiday season yeah. I, and I respect Thanksgiving I look forward to Thanksgiving I respect it to me it's not a flyover holiday i respect it i look forward to it and then it'll be full rush for me right after thanksgiving i i respect it also i do like the early trickling on of christmas though i do like listening to the holiday music from time to time um my husband got a peppermint shake yesterday 
Uh, I don't know where they sold them, but he's like, I've got a peppermint shake. He's all excited about it. I'm like, oh, when did the Red Cups come out? That's all I want to know. When are the Red Cups here? Yeah, the Starbucks time. Is there a different cup for, for Halloween or no? They, you no, know, it's only the holidays the holiday that cup. it comes out. And I was looking at my uh, Facebook memories yesterday. And this time last, no, it wasn't last year. Maybe it was like three years ago. They were out on November 1st. Like, cause I, I, I showed a picture of it and I was like, look, the red cups are out. And I'm like, no way they did it that early a few years ago. So, um, we're hearing rumors. It is going to happen this week, but no confirmation as of yet. And then this upcoming weekend, we turn our clocks back an hour. So it'll start getting darker out earlier, lighter out earlier. My wife, she has, she has trouble. She has sleep issues. And, um, so I didn't realize this until Saturday morning, but she has slowly trying. She's been adjusting her body to the ch- time change because th- that one hour really messes with her. So she's slowly been adjusting, but she's been adjusting the wrong way as if we were springing forward. Because I, I did notice she was going to bed a little bit earlier all last week. And then it was Saturday morning and we're, we're lying in bed and sleeping. And I start to wake up and I look at the clock. It's like 430 and there's like a glow coming from my wife's side of the bed. And, and she's reading her iPad. I'm like, it's like is everything OK. Like, she's like, like you problem sleeps you know i just woke up so i figured i would stay up to help adjust the time change i'm like okay cool and i go back to bed i'm like wait a second and i looked up i'm like you're doing it wrong you should be sleeping in later not getting up early you're completely you're 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 working against the whole system she was doing a backwards poor thing yeah well now she's gonna get two extra hours of sleep yeah that's what i told her i'm like you got a week to get it in line and start adjusting her so she was so bummed i spent the last week adjusting for springing forward but we're falling back okay no i'm so sorry i didn't pick up on it until now when you're up an hour early yeah that's uh, that's the good way to do it um it's yeah the spring forward is the one i hate i just wish we could just get rid of it i say this every year i just can we collectively agree it just serves no purpose to do it let's just be like Arizona and just leave it. Let's Keep just, it the same. Yeah, this way we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to have the same conversation every single year. <laughs> just it does. It serves no purpose. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It messes with us. Oh, I can't stand it. Coming up on today's show, we have a lot going on. It's Tuesdays. We have Try It Tuesday coming up in eight o'clock hour, eight fifteen on that. Also in the eight o'clock hour, Disney on Ice is back at the Thomas and Max Center. This is in January. What a way to start your twenty twenty two by going to Disney on Ice. We've got your tickets in the eight o'clock hour, eight twenty. When you win, heads up. And then up next is what's trending. What do you got for us? Well, speaking of the holidays, Mariah is saying deck the halls. Metallica wants to teach you and how you can win your own NFT. That's all coming up next in what's trending. Dale, easy on me. Number one song in the country two weeks in a row. The new album is coming out on November 19th. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending on Mix 94.1? Mariah Carey is trending this morning. It is time to dust off the holly and press play on Mariah Carey. Yes. She declared that now that Halloween is officially over, it is time for Christmas. The Queen of Christmas shared a video on social media announcing the beginning of the holidays while donning a red glittering gown and smashing pumpkins with a candy cane striped stick. In the background, this song, her iconic 1994 holiday track, All I Want for Christmas is You, is playing. She also teased an exciting announcement that is apparently coming on November 5th. And FYI, this time of year even has its own hashtag. It's hashtag Mariah Season S. 
ZN, and it has the little Mariah emoji that pops up when you use that one. She also mentioned, though, not to forget about Thanksgiving. She did she did this, say that in the video. So she respects Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's make sure we don't forget about Thanksgiving. Let's see where this song starts to place in the charts. It's going to start popping up. It always does. It comes pops up like in the top forty, I think. Let's see how well Mariah Carey does this time time of year. It broke a Spotify record last year. Did it just like destroyed <laughs> it? So yeah, that's uh, according. It's Mariah season, y'all. Mm-hmm. Let's get ready for that. Also trending this morning is Metallica. The band, they are ready to teach their ways in a new master class called Being a Band. So this class entails 15 video lessons for a total of two hours and 45 minutes. They're going to go over topics like forming a band, how to communicate with different egos, writing songs. They're even going to break down some of their songs, too. James Hetfield, their lead singer, says, We've sustained our bond for more than 40 years because we learned a lot about each other and ourselves over time. In our class, we not only teach master class members how we write songs and find an inspiration in our music, but now, or, but how the experiences have had together contributed to successful creative collaboration. If you want more details on air, if you want to take the class, you just have to go to masterclass.com and they're going to be performing at Allegiant Stadium on February 25th. There's some really cool masterclasses. It's like Steve Martin does a comedy one. Gordon Ramsay's on there. I want to say that Samuel L. Jackson is also on there teaching an acting class. So if you're into looking for something, check it out. I'm not sure the pricing of the whole thing, but there's some big names doing classes on there. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. And then also trending this morning, Arm Barn is trending. Arm Barn. What is that? Well, PETA. They are asking people, they're actually asking Major League Baseball to stop using the term bullpen for their place, for the place where relief pitchers warm up during a game. PETA says words matter and baseball bullpens devalue talented players and mock the misery of sensitive animals. Strike out the world, the word bullpen which references the holding area where terrified bulls are kept before slaughter in favor of a more modern, animal-friendly term. The more modern, animal-friendly term that they came up with is arm barn. Hmm. See, I thought, I didn't think bull. I didn't think of with the slaughterhouse. I thought of bullpen because isn't that a term they use? They use it with the rodeo, like bulls waiting to go out there. It's the bullpen waiting to go out there and do their thing in the rodeo. I think the it, it did generate from the uh, slaughter, the slaughter yeah, version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if maybe they they grabbed onto it too, but I, I I get it. I mean, I am all about the ethical treatment of animals. I you know, it's got to be tough to change that. It's pretty much embedded in baseball, but. I respect the fact that they want to uh, go with something more animal friendly. I don't know that that's going to catch, but you know. It's out there. We'll see what happens. We'll see. And then finally this morning, McRib is trending. The McRib is back at McDonald's Nationwide this week for a limited time. It's the 40th anniversary of the sandwich, which first debuted in 1981. When it came out, it was a huge flop. Like it just did it not. Was? It, it was a huge flop, but it for some reason it eventually caught on. McDonald's they're also releasing a McRib NFT, which is a non fungible token where you can actually own an exclusive digital representation of the McRib. They're releasing ten NFTs, but. They're not auctioning them off. What they're doing is they're giving them away online. They started giving them away on Twitter yesterday. So to enter, all you have to do is retweet McDonald's NFT tweet, which is actually pinned to the top of their page. And who knows? You could end up winning an NFT. Maybe it'll be worth millions. Maybe it'll be worth hundreds. But you could still win something. And there you go. That's what's trending. 
That's a new one from Max. It's called Butterflies on Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 633. And I would freak out if this happened. And, oh, knock on wood. Where's wood? Let me knock on it. Uh, I'm so sorry this happened to you, Steph. Well, you lost something. And, I mean, it's there's a monetary value to it. But there's also, like, a security issue as far as, you know, it goes for me. I need to feel this at all times. Yeah, and I feel so naked without it right now. And it happened over this past weekend. We were out in San Diego with old friends, had a few drinks, the bar, had so much fun. We were out on the dance floor. We were dancing all night. And we actually bar hopped. So we went to a few bars out in North Park. We're in San Diego, one of our favorite places. And we were at like the third bar. And I believe my husband, James, kind of asked me a question like, hey, when do you want to start heading back to the hotel? And I look at my time. I'm like, oh, let me see what time it is. Look at my Apple Watch. And I'm like, uh, babe, do you by chance have my Apple Watch? Why would I Why would I have your Apple Watch? So I'm freaking out. I'm asking my friends, like, hey, have you guys seen my Apple Watch anywhere? Like on the floor? We're looking. And the, the perks of technology is like we have the Find My App. So I'm looking at my Find My App. And it says it was at the first bar, but it's not updating to the current time. It was like the time where it last was. So I'm like trying to ping it and stuff, but no luck. We called the bar. We went to the bar. Said, sorry, we haven't turned. They haven't turned anything in. And that Apple Watch, it's gone. We went the next day. We tried to ask again, like, hey, maybe someone turned it in the next morning. Nothing. I, how do you like uh, so on the find my you can track things but it since it didn't update did maybe the battery died or I'm trying to figure out why you can't ping it well we thought yeah maybe it died or someone stole it from the ground and and one thing that about my Apple Watch is you can change the bands, which is really awesome. But that specific band I was wearing that night was a magnetic one. And it's kind of, if, if you're going hard on the dance floor, it's easy to flop off and, and come off. So that's one of the things that maybe might have happened. Like it flew off while I was dancing. And then someone picked it up from the floor and just never turned it in. Did oh. you turn it on? If I remember with your laptop, Mercedes, as soon as someone turned that laptop on, it started to ping. You got a notification. If the person that stole your watch once they turn it on or, or start to charge it up will that thing start to ping then if you try to do find my phone and then secondly if someone steals an apple watch is it can you reprogram it to your own to, to match your iphone well i don't think it has the same technology as the laptop because it's just a watch mm. like i don't think it will lock up i could be wrong i i don't know how to do that um as far as like resetting it i yeah, I think all you have to do is a hard factory reset oh, on it. Oh, no. I know. It goes to someone else's stuff. I know. So I did mark it as lost, Mercedes. Did you do the same thing with your laptop? Did you mark it as lost? And when did someone start it up, it pinged you to your phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it did. So uh, you marked it, but nothing has pinged you yet? Nothing has pinged me uh. yet. And it, I mean, the bright side is it is a series one. It's from like the first generation of Apple Watches. And... But the thing is that the, that whole sentimental value, value to me is that James's parents actually got that for me. And so I'm like, oh, man, James's family got that for me. Oh. I feel like a little bit of attachment to it. But then I think of the brighter side, like, hey, there's like a Series 6S out right now. I can get the newest and greatest one. You guys can buy me this watch if you want. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, that the first one you got, you know, it's like, I don't but I know that's one thing that that did was a bummer from that awesome weekend was that I lost my Apple Watch.
That's so sorry. That's the worst thing too. When you go to you look, you're like, what? What? Something's not here. What's not right? <gasps> no, where is it? Exactly. It wasn't like, oh no, I, I know I, my my phone's gone. It was like, oh, I thought my my watch was on the whole time. And I think I also made a mistake because I was wearing a long sleeve. I don't know if I put it over my shirt or under my shirt. That's the thing too. There's a, too many drinks. Too That's many what I was gonna drinks. say. Yeah. Blame it on the a, 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 Apple alcohol. Watch. Oh. <laughs> the Apple Watch. What's the worst thing you lost, or most valuable, or just something that has that, that sentimental value to you that you lost? Is it something like Steph and her Apple Watch? Have you ever lost anything of that level, Mercedes? Um, I mean, my laptop. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. I mean, luckily I got it back. I was happy about that. But, um, gosh, I'm I'm trying to think. As far as like, you know, there's there's been times where. Where I've lost gift cards that had financial value, but it's like, oh, well, you know, at least it wasn't something sentimental. I'd be way wor- more worried about something that had a sentimental value. Yeah. Than, like stuff is stuff and you can get, you know, get it back or whatever. But um, anything that like I have a couple of things like there's a certain necklace that I have that it has a sentimental value um, there. I have like uh, it, I talked about the thing my grandma gave me or my aunt gave me from my grandma when she died. The the um, <laughs> last supper picture that's like was two dollars and jesus moves when you move (laughs) that has a huge sentimental value to me so if i ever lost anything like that that would really bother me how about you it was two christmases ago last time i was home it was christmas of 2019 it was very emotional a moment where my mom gave me her mother's my grandmother's crucifix that she wore every single day she had on it she was wearing it the day that she passed away back in 1994 and my mom held on to it it was kind of a big thing where she passed it down to me and and same thing with alcohol was involved that night. We're at the house. I had a lot of wine that night. I was wasted. And, and my mom gave it to me. I was emotionally, thank you. And my dad held it up. And he's like, don't lose. I'm like, absolutely. And I remember like taking it and thought I put it in my work bag. that I that's my laptop bag. And I just kind of put it in there. And then when we got home after a week's being back home for Christmas and visiting my wife's family and all over, the, all over Pennsylvania, we get back home and I open up my bag and I can't find the thing. Ugh. And it's like, oh my gosh. And I'm searching high and low. And I... I Kid you not, I went through that bag at least five times. I dumped everything out, looking for it. I just couldn't find it anywhere. About three or four days have passed, and we've been back home. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm just, I'm going to lie to my mom. I'm going to tell her like lie about a crucifix. That's bad. I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> I couldn't get the energy to tell her like I lost it, mom, and just and think of her reaction to it. So I'm like, I'll just pretend that I have it and that it's in a safe place. And why don't you ever wear it? I'm like, oh, because it's hanging up. And so, but it's a miracle. Like two days after that. It was in my bag. I was like, search, let me search one more time. It was like in the bottom of a pocket, like way down bottom. Oh, so maybe, Steph, maybe at some point that watch will pop up somewhere because this crucifix popped up that's been missing for a week. I really doubt it'll pop up, honestly. I mean, this is, like I said, it's a perfect opportunity for my husband to buy me a new watch. And that's my bright side to it because <laughs> I'm like, babe, you know, Black Friday's coming up, those Best Buy deals. He goes, I've already been thinking about it. Don't worry. So oh. that's the upside to it. But for now, I am feeling naked. I might just wear like a regular watch like you, JC. That doesn't work. <laughs> just in the meantime. <laughs> At least I still got it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's still on the wrist. I haven't lost it. Oh, it's so nice having a watch on your wrist. It feels so good. Hey, don't tease me now. <laughs> up next is the Hot 3. What do you got for us? All right. Turkey time. It's going to be really expensive this year. We're going to talk about that coming up. Also, one in four people say their life is so, so interesting. We're going to explain why. And a crypto nut turned their investment into $6 billion. But there's a problem. They can't get it. We'll tell you why. Coming up next in the Hot 3. Doja Cat and SZA, kiss me more. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. Okay, well, we were just talking about the holidays, and Thanksgiving 2021 is shaping up to be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. Nearly every part of the traditional American Thanksgiving dinner from the disposable aluminum turkey roasting pan to the coffee and pie, it's going to cost more this year, according to economists. Uh, major food companies like Nestle, Procter & Gamble have already warned consumers to brace for more price increases. And we're going to see plenty of polls this month about our favorite Thanksgiving foods, but this one just came out, and it looked at the foods that we hate the most. Over a 1,000 people were asked to name the traditional Thanksgiving food they actually don't like. And there are some very heavy hitters near the top of this list, guys. Uh, at number three is that very famous green bean casserole. 25% of people say they hate that stuff. Mm. At number two is turkey. Yep. 28%. So more than one in four Americans say they don't like Thanksgiving turkey. And the number one most hated food at Thanksgiving dinner is the cranberry sauce. 30% of Americans say they don't like it. Other uh, other foods in the top 10 include sweet potatoes, uh, stuffing, coleslaw, ham, pumpkin pie, mashed potatoes, and mac and cheese. I mean, what kind of what kind of savages are you that don't like the mac and cheese? My wife and I, I'm excited about Thanksgiving because we laid it all out yesterday. We kind of planned out what we're going to do, what we're going to eat. Very simple when it comes to food. Just a couple of slices of turkey that we're getting from a friend that lives in the neighborhood next door to us. So it's going to be a very easy day. Cowboys play the Raiders that day. We've got the whole thing laid out. A stress-free holiday. I'm excited about it. And you're, are you still doing the Italian dinner for your Thanksgiving? Yeah, we just uh, we decided we, us and our, our friends that are like our family, we're spending the, the holiday together. We all collectively decided that we don't really like turkey that much. I mean, we don't hate it, but it's just like, meh. So we're just doing an Italian uh, Thanksgiving dinner where I'm going to make some Italian stuff. They're going to make some Italian stuff. We're going to put it all together because we all like every single one of us love Italian food. So that's that's going to be our Thanksgiving. It's about the company. It's it, not it it's less yep. about the the food. So as long as we're with the people we love, we don't really care. And think about you you're going down a road where everyone's doing your traditional Thanksgiving turkey, everything else where it's hard to find prices up. You're going down this pasta Italian road that you probably be able to find the stuff you need. Yeah. Eggs, flour. Um, tomatoes, tomato sauce, uh, oregano, and some chicken cutlets. Over Shelves here. are going to be stocked. Yeah, we need it. We just—that's all we need, basically. All right. Also, this morning, if you've watched reality TV, you know that not all the stars have lives that are fascinating enough to warrant having their own shows. Well, a new poll asked everyday Americans if they thought their life would make an interesting reality TV show, and twenty-five percent said. Yes. 15% said they don't know. 60% said no. But on a related note, 34% of people said their life would make for a good biography. 19% said they don't know. And 46% said they said no. Has there ever been a reality show about a, a radio station? Um, Not that I've seen. There was one, epi- one season of Real World. I want to say maybe it was Seattle where the cast of The Real World worked at a radio station. Yeah. So radio station was kind of tied into it. But do, do you think your life would make a good reality show? Um, I, well, it's funny because that this came out this morning because uh, last night we were driving home from my youngest daughter. She had a volleyball game and my oldest daughter in the car goes, you know, our lives would make a great reality show. And I turned around. And I'm like, why? She's like, 
there's just so much going on in our lives. And I'm like, well, what's so interesting about it? She's like, I don't know. We're just crazy. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, you got a point. So, so according to my daughter, she thinks that we would make a good reality show. I don't know if I agree on that, but yeah, whatever. Get the cameras rolling. Yeah, right. All right. Finally, this morning, a jokey cryptocurrency called Shiba Inu tripled in value this week. And some unknown person could have cashed in for an insane amount of money. It's a crypto no one really takes seriously because it's a parody of Dogecoin, but it's it's super cheap. So some see it as a chance to recreate the whole explosion that happened this year. One Shiba Inu, Shiba Inu coin is worth less than one ten thousandth of a cent. But that's a lot more than it was worth a few months ago. So last summer, it was worth even less. And someone just noticed that a crypto wallet online belongs to some person who bought a crazy amount of it last August. You can see the activity on any crypto wallet online, but there's no way to tell who it belongs to. So last August, they bought $8,000 worth of Shiba Inu. And at its peak this week... It was worth about $6 billion. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's billion with a B. Now, whoever it belongs to did not cash in. So people think there is a chance that this person might have forgotten about it, lost their password, or died. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, they haven't sold yet. And last we checked, it was still worth over $4 billion. Dang. Could you imagine if you forgot your password on that. We're all sitting here hurting over the fact that Steph lost her Apple Watch. Imagine losing the password to that thing. Oh my gosh. And it, for, I mean, to me, $8,000 is still a huge investment, but to make it $8,000 into <laughs> $6 billion, like, whoa. You hear about people that do that stuff all the time. If someone said to me, give me $8,000, is there a chance I'll turn it into a billion? I'd be like, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, I'm keeping the eight, 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 I'll put it into sensible um, <laughs> savings account at my bank. Thank you. Maybe I'll Heck make no. $8,200 in it. Yeah, okay, that risk scares me. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, we have the dirt. And Jessica Simpson, she posted a shocking photo on Instagram. We have the inspiring story behind the post at 7.15. Mix 94.1, that's Ed Sheeran. He just released his new album, Equals. Friday, I'm sure it's going to battle against Adele. Will it take Adele down? Hmm, that remains to be seen. We'll see about that. It is 6.59, Mercedes in the morning. We are back. We took a little extended uh, weekend. And I uh, hope you guys had a good holiday. We love seeing so many out of you out at Ghost Walk on Sunday night for Halloween. Lots of great costumes out there. It was a lot of fun. And then after... That I think we all went home and, and did the whole trick or treating thing, handed out some candy, which was was fun. Um, I don't know if this is something that all kids do, but after the kids were done trick or treating, we the, my daughter went with some neighbors and uh, all the kids were kind of going through their bags and they're trading with each other. And it was really cute. And at one point, all, all the kids were super sweet. They were like asking the adults what's your favorite candy and then someone would say something and then they dig out of their bags and they'd give them some so people were, we were taking like the stuff we know that they don't like like one mom's like i love almond joys and so all, then she got all the almond joys they all brought them to her um one other mom what was it that she liked oh 
it was something that I, everyone was like, oh, it was a hundred grand. She's like, I love hundred grand. Oh, those are so good. Oh my gosh. Like the adults love those, but the kids hate them. They still make them? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was a this, classic. This mom made out with a hundred grand. They were like tossing them at her. And they came, <laughs> She's they, a millionaire now, huh? Oh, yeah, give me all the money. <laughs> so then they come to me and they're like, what do you like? And I was like, do you guys have any dots? And they all just, it was silence. Everyone just stopped and looked at me. And I'm like, you know, dots, the little chewy things. And my friend turns to me, she goes, who, when, when asked what their favorite candy is, says dots. And I'm, I'm like, what? And then all the other moms are like, you could have any candy in their bag and you choose dots. And then the kids are like, dots. <laughs> so I was shamed for liking dots. I, they're like, who likes dots? No one likes dots. And then my girlfriend goes, my dad likes dots. And her dad's like much older. I'm like, okay, so I like the old person candy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a big fan of the dots. No one had dots. There were no dots to be found. So I had to settle with the, for the Swedish fish, which I was okay with. But I was, I think I'm the only person that loves dots. I was taking my trash out last night and wheeling it down my driveway. And there's a lone dot in the middle of my driveway. <laughs> and I pick it up and I'm Where? like, Can, is it still there? Is it still there? Can I, I go picked back it up and it? I'm like, this didn't come from my house because I didn't hand out dots. And I'm like, who in this neighborhood is handing out dots? You know, that one child saw the dot. He's like, a dot. Ugh. And he threw it in front of my house. Like, I hope people don't think that I was a dot guy. Is it? Is it? Was it green? It was red. It was oh, a red dot. Who would throw away a red dot? I, it's still in my trash can. They come later on. I can blow it off and bring it into you. Yes, tomorrow. I'll take it. I will take it. That's how much I love dots. But you had this list a couple weeks ago about the dentists say the teeth uh, for your teeth, the, the candy <laughs> that's the worst for your teeth, and dots was like on the top of the list because one, it pulls on your if you have any fillings or a crown or something, it's gonna pull that thing off, and then it gets stuck to your teeth, and that sugar is just eating away at your teeth. Well, it's just it's. It's something I love. I don't know. It just, the taste, I love. I like the chewiness. Um, You're a complicated I, creature. You hate olives, but you love dots? Well, come on. <laughs> Let's compare olives to dots. What's the thing that you love, and you're pretty sure you're the only person that loves it? What is it? 702-364-9400. Staff? You didn't like my birthday present? Hey, wait. The, the main <laughs> gift you gave me was awesome. You got me a really cool pair of sneakers. And then I'm opening the bag. I'm like, oh, there's some more stuff at the bottom of the bag. And they're a box of dots. Dots. I gave her my favorite candy. I was very shocked to see that you gave me dots. I was like, oh, that's cute. I haven't had dots in forever. So I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some dots on behalf of Mercedes because she's so sweet. I'm eating the dots. I'm like... I don't think oh. I'm going to eat these all. One dot life. tastes like 20 minutes to eat. It's so chewy. And <laughs> yes, that's why I like them because oh, they, last, they last for a long time. I ended up giving <laughs> the rest of the box to James. Oh, <laughs> well, at least someone enjoyed them. What is the thing that you love that no one else does? That people give you a hard time for liking. 702-364-9400. I'm telling you. Give me your dots. I'll take it. It's just I, I I'm shocked that people don't like them. We're gonna have a dot dump here at the radio station. Uh-huh. You just drive by uh, uh, South Tanaya, throw your dots at the radio station, and Mercedes will collect them after the show and have a trunk full of dots. I'm so sad that you guys don't just like it. Like you don't appreciate the 
the deliciousness that is thoughts. I'm I, sure it just it hurts my teeth. I just think of the oh, it hurts my teeth, and they're always going to pull something out. And then the <laughs> chew factor too. Mm-hmm. You're chewing on them for a long time. I really did try Mercedes because I'm very grateful for the thought that you put into giving me dots for my birthday. But I mean, at the same time, yeah, J- I'm sorry, JC. I'm with you. Yeah, it's chewing. I'm chewing for a very long time. And you know, I can appreciate. I I appreciate the honesty. You know, yeah, I don't expect everyone to love the things I love, but what surprised me more than anything is just the disdain for them. Like, it's not just like, nah, I don't really like dots. It's like, dots? <laughs> like I said, something horrible. Or I just, I can't believe people hate them that That's much. what most kids do when they go trick-or-treating hand out dots. They take it, oh. they look at it, and they throw it back at the person. Oh, thank you. I, you give me a trick instead. Well, none Show of me my, something. None of the people in my neighborhood give them out because I didn't, uh, none of the, I'm sure the kids would have loved to give them to me and get them out of <laughs> their bag, but they didn't have any in their bag. Oh, man. Let's talk to Joshua. You should have saved that for two truths and a lie on Wednesday morning. I love dots. Liar. <laughs> Joshua, what's the thing that you you love but everyone else hates? So what I do is I take the top ramen noodles, but not the flavoring, and you just like cook those, and then you put like either tomato soup or tomato sauce on top of them. And anyone I've told that is like, that's so gross, but it's literally like spaghetti but way quicker because ramen noodles cook really quick amen yeah and i can actually kind of see that if with tomato soup being good like now you have tomato soup with noodles in it yeah i did it all in college i would do ramen noodles but i didn't do the noodle pack i would do tomato sauce and make uh make some pasta real fast it doesn't see i look at more of it as a soup as opposed to a pasta (laughs) like it just does not seem i would drain it i have my noodles and i would have this just like joshua my tomato sauce and quick spaghetti it was was good eating back in college kidding me it's good stuff getty says i love eating plain raisins and my entire family hates them i'm fine with that black licorice someone texted us circus peanut candy oh my gosh i'd rather have circus peanut candy over dots wow yeah now you're just being hurtful (laughs) now coming at you could you just like ease up a little bit i mean i'm coming off of a four-day weekend and i'm not ready for this (laughs) we've got the dirt coming up here and jessica simpson she posted a shocking photo on instagram it was her and a bunch of dots okay Enough. 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 <laughs> no, it's actually a very inspiring story behind her post. Details in 10 minutes. The Kilroy without you on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Jessica Simpson is celebrating four years of sobriety by sharing an unrecognizable photo from 2017. So Jessica was 41. She shared a photo of herself from November 1st, 2017 to her Instagram page as she reflected on where she was physically and emotionally at the time. The time she previously called a real rock bottom moment in her alcoholism battle. She was too drunk the night before to put her kids' Halloween costumes on and woke up the following morning and that's when she realized she's got to make a change and here we are four years later sober. Amazing. Yeah, I I mean, I that it wasn't an inspiring story. I saw the photo and everyone like that she's unrecognizable and I like I feel bad because I recognize her. It's just you know she's definitely at a low point and you can see that on her face. I just I I feel bad saying that. Wow, it doesn't even look like her. It's like holding her to these beauty standards. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I do. But if, if you would hold that picture up and being fully honest, said who is this? I wouldn't I wouldn't have known who it was. Oh, you we wouldn't have. No. I, uh-uh. I I recognized her right away. I could just tell like wow she's she is at a low point right now. You can just see it by the expression on her face. Oh my gosh, yeah, and the light is kind of coming through yeah. the window and, and, and hitting her and, and just what a I mean, good for her for turning things around in four years what, what a moment for her to celebrate and mark so Adele easy on me still the number one song in the country oh, easy on me, baby. 
at number one. This is her fifth number one song. The longest uh, reign at number one was with Hello. That was 10 weeks in the top spot. Kid Leroy and Bieber, our stay is number two. And then Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow, Industry Babies, the number three song in the country. Adele's album will come out on November 19th, right around the corner. Her new album, 30. She did release the track listing. And the ones that people are kind of based on the title that they seem to be excited about are this one called Love is a Game, Woman Like Me, Cry Your Heart Out, and then the one that everyone seems to be excited about and can relate to just based on the title, I Drink Wine. Yeah, I saw that, and I can't wait to hear that song. I was like, okay, this she's speaking to me on this one. <laughs> you were pretty spot on with um, Easy On Me. Why do you think I Drink Wine's going to sound like? Oh, are we going to record this and play it back? Yeah, give me one mm-hmm. second. Here. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me think. There's no teaser for it. Let me pull it's, this. What is it? I Drink Wine? I Drink Wine. Okay. When I get sad, the only thing that listens to me is... The Cabernet Sauvignon. I drink wine. That's good. Yeah, thank you. That's good. We'll compare it when it comes out. I'm sure it's exactly an exact match. I like voice and everything. (laughs) I mean, I've been compared to Adele singing before. I know. I know. Yeah, I have. You always give yourself a hard time, but I do think you have a manageable singing voice. No, I do not. Manageable. (laughs) You're like, wait, slow down. I didn't say you should Uh, be on Broadway. When when people compare me to Adele, they're like, you're the opposite of her. (laughs) That's how they compare me to her. (laughs) Adele Stevens, who also lives in Summerlin. That's what you really like. But uh, Disney has dropped. Disney Plus has dropped the trailer. Did you see the book of Boba Fett? Did you see the trailer for this? I did. It looks great. excited about this? I am. I'm super excited. And finally, over the weekend, Steph, I think you said you saw it. I finally watched Black Widow. And that was so good. Did you 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 saw that right? Yes, I saw it in the theaters. Oh, Wasn't it amazing? It was so good that I watched it a second time because I liked it so much, and I wanted to go back and see if I missed certain things. But oh my god, that, did you stay for the secret scene at the end? Of course oh, I did. I was like, <gasps> ties into a Disney Plus show. Yes, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you the last time I ever watched a movie and said I need to rewatch that again. It was so good. You've watched it twice. Yeah, in one weekend. I've never. Yeah. There's not a movie that I've saw. It's, you know what? Maybe go back to it weeks later, but to sit here and say that was so good, I'm going to struggle. Does anyone have that? What's your double watch movie? That's I, a double watch. It was it was because it was good and because I wanted because I felt like I might have missed a couple of things, so I wanted to go back and make sure, like I saw what I saw. You know, that's good. No, that's because yeah. I've been to I've been to like a movie screening and I saw a movie that was that made me laugh so hard and my wife wanted to see it in the theaters, so we, we went together. I, I just went a second time because she wanted to see it. It was kind of like a date thing, but I've n- I can't think of the movie that I watched and said, "Let's do it again." Oh, it was great. It was so, so great. Good. You should watch it. It's so good. I'll put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I have a laundry list of stuff. I still got to do Squid Game. I have a lot of stuff I got to start watching. The New York Times, they helped change Britney Spears' life with that documentary, Framing Britney Spears. Well, now they're doing one on the Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction called Malfunction, the dressing down of Janet Jackson. This one is coming out on November 19th. Incidentally, both documentaries, they prominently feature Justin Timberlake for his role in both women's respective downfalls. Man, he is just speaking of Black Widow. He's the Black Widow of <laughs> really is. Um, is it? Is it? Did you know YouTube was created because of Janet Jackson? Because of that scene? That's how YouTube was created because people, so many people, wanted to see that scene over and over again. So that that 
th- that's basically what made YouTube YouTube was because of that whole nipple gate. Thing. Was it already out there and then people just went to YouTube to watch it or YouTube the guys like, you know what, let's launch YouTube so people can see the the, the boob. They said um, the creators of YouTube thought it would be good, a good idea to host a website where videos like that performance could be shared and that their idea for YouTube was born that year. They developed they developed the code. It took off um, after that, but it was basically Janet Jackson and that whole thing at the Super Bowl that kind of inspired it. Was that two thousand and four? It was four, was- yeah. Because I remember I was on maternity leave. I just had my daughter. And uh, I was at home. I was like, oh, gosh, I'm glad I don't have to talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all that everybody was talking about. This is really cool. Disney on Ice back at the Thomas and Mack Center. They're going to be there in January. And we have a four-pack of tickets. Take the entire family to Disney on Ice. We have them for you one hour from now. When you win, heads up at 825. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 734. If you were traveling specifically on American Airlines yesterday, it was kind of a rough day. Yesterday, the airline canceled 340 flights as its woes continued, which brought total canceled flights to 2,300. Today is looking better with 93 but there are uh there are a uh, high 53 delays so there's that um staffing is definitely a big issue right now not only is american struggling but so are southwest airlines spirit airlines americans pilots union said last month that they're planning to picket the carriers major hubs to protest the work schedules fatigue lack of adequate accommodation this summer so far delta and united they seem to have avoided staffing issues but it's kind of uh, a mess and it's not a great it's not great timing with the holidays approaching that's for sure yeah there's a lot going on and i have some friends that kind of dealt with that whole entire travel issue last week they were down in the bahamas and they were scheduled to come back on friday and and the first little issue i I think it would get to me i don't think it got to them but their their return flight was canceled and like the whole everything was just canceled so instead of go back on friday you're now going back on saturday and then they took care of him they they took care of the hotel and everything but still if you're planning on being back for the weekend you have stuff going on that added day to it yeah you're in the bahamas but at the same time you got stuff going on to kind of twist things around a little bit they had someone watching their child uh, actually kids so that was kind of the first little situation so then on saturday they're now flying back to las vegas and as they're flying from the bahamas to miami mid-flight Unbeknownst to them, their connecting flights canceled. Everything just canceled. So they land, they go walk into their gate for the connecting flight and realize the whole thing was canceled. It's like, uh oh. So then uh, they had to wait six hours in a rebooking line to get their their flight rebooked and and just get everything scheduled. So they finally get six hours to this line. They get up to get their flight rebooked. There's two of them traveling. They can get them back to Las Vegas, but they can't get them on the same flight. So they're sending my buddy to Chicago and then his wife to New York, to JFK, to get connecting flights up there to Las Vegas. So they got to wait to get those flights. At this point, we're now rolling into Sunday morning. They finally get on the flights out of Miami. She goes to JFK. He goes to Chicago. He breaks his phone so she can't reach her, her husband, my buddy. She's now in New York. Just massive delays getting out of JFK. Finally gets out of JFK on Sunday. And she's flying back to Vegas, direct flight, medical emergency. Oh, man. She had to land in Kansas City, in Kansas City for a couple hours, and then Kansas City to Las Vegas. Talk about travel woes. You go on vacation in the Bahamas, and you come back from that, you're ready for another vacation. That's one of my biggest fears on taking any major vacations right now. It's just, I, I okay, there's two things. That, stuff like that. 
just with delays and rebookings and all that. And then also the people that pitch a fit on the airlines. Mm-hmm. Like those two things are making me stay at home. I'm just I'm I'm not in the mood to deal with all of that. I if you have the patience to or if you roll the dice and hope for the best, chances are you're going to be okay, but it's like one of those things where it's like, it's my look. That, that, that would happen to me, too. You get something going on. Do you, has anybody faced any travel woes recently? 702-364-9400. What were they? Let us know. We situations like that where stuff was just canceled, changed. And then if you're leaving the country, too, you have to do a, a COVID test, which is understandable. And I, I don't think some people wrap their head around what's going on with if you test positive. Let's say you're asymptomatic. And some people are like, oh, I got to stay because I had some friends who were at this wedding in Mexico. And they went down there like, oh, if I test positive, they got to put me up in a couple extra days in Mexico. That's not the case anywhere you go. If you test positive and if you're asymptomatic and you have no symptoms, you, you still can't you can't leave the resort wherever you are. They're going to move you into a separate wing like they. A lot of hotels have like COVID wings. So they're going to put you in the COVID wing to, to keep you, you know, away from everybody else. And then you cannot leave un- until you test negative. And that could be a couple days. It could be a week. It's a process out there. That's a, yeah, I, I thought we were going to go last year to Europe. And then we thought, well, how about next year? Well, let's reschedule it. Maybe we can go there. And then I'm like. The last thing I want to do is get stuck over there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, then what do I do? So uh, your your buddy Larry is on the phone. Oh, this is, the guy, this is what happened to This is him. Oh, good morning, Larry. Good morning. Hey, I'm sorry to hear about your trip. That sounds like that was a pain. Oh, it was uh, worse than JC described it, but uh, he did a pretty good job. <laughs> what else? Did, what did he miss? Did he miss any parts? Um, well, the, the worst part is, uh, them making you feel like, uh, it's the weather and you're looking outside at a clear sky <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. It makes you feel like you're losing your mind. Uh, you were, so you're, yeah, you're Ashley goes to New York and you went to Chicago. How long were you in Chicago for? I was in Chicago for eight hours, um, because they, they canceled another flight. Like you, you did, you, you, you missed another one, um, they canceled another flight, and I didn't even get to fly home on my original airline. So um, who got home and first? Then, and, then, and then they gave us $12 a day to eat. Is, uh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty luxurious. Oh, my gosh. Who made it yeah. home first? Um, actually, we got home at almost the same time. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> was... Um, it, it was uh, almost three days later. So. Oh, my gosh. Are you done with traveling now? Well, yeah, I was going to go home for Christmas, but I'm definitely thinking twice about it now. <laughs> Seriously. I don't blame you at all. And this whole thing messes with my haircutting schedule, too, Mercedes. I oh, tell you, talk about who was in uproar. Oh, don't worry about Larry and everything he had to go through. It's poor JC. He's not going to get his haircut. He only gets two haircuts this week. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Instead of the normal seven that he gets. Yeah. Come on. Get it together. All well, right. the bottom line is you made it home safe, Larry, and so did your, your wife. So that's good news. I'm glad. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry it happened three days after the fact that really stinks well traveling these days without a phone is a night that makes it even worse yeah what happened to your phone you lost it or you broke it no it just it just stopped working in the airport as ashley was getting ready to take off and like i i can't picture a worse time to be without a phone than getting split up in an airport i know i I wouldn't be able to play candy crush (laughs) it was terrible i was forced to talk to people um I had to I had to ask a lady to text my mom for me because that was the only phone number I knew. 
Oh, that's just, excuse me, ma'am. Can you please text my mom? Text my mom and tell her that I'm I'm okay. <laughs> that's adorable. I'll be like, yes, sir. Whatever you want. I definitely pulled her daughter closer to her and ran in the other. <laughs> Who's this man? Thank you, Larry. Uh, Appreciate bye, it, buddy. Larry. Thanks for calling. That's funny. Uh, man, oh, I would not want to be in his shoes for that. That's terrible. Yeah, if you get split up too, and you get your your significant other on another flight, and you have a phone. Like, how do you tell them? You know Matt's number, right? Yeah, I know his okay. number. I don't. The, here's the scary thing: I don't know my daughter's numbers. I constantly have to ask them, "What's your phone number again? What's your phone number?" I've never learned their numbers. Like I, yeah, I don't know their numbers. I have no idea. I have like the first three digits, I think, on one of theirs, but no idea. Yeah, I know my wife's, and then I could call home to my parents' home line and let them know I'm okay. Hi, you guys still have a home line. I'm just fine. Yeah, that would be very bad. Hot threes up next. What do you got for us? Okay, well, if you have dogs. There is something that they might do that may indicate that they are an absolute genius. We'll tell you what it is. Also, did you have a hard time waking up this morning? How many times did you hit snooze? And uh, are you a are you actually a, a closet snoozer? And Gen Z, they're speaking out and they are sharing the trends by millennials that they say they plan to end. Ooh, this is eye-opening. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Kim Leroy, Justin Bieber stay. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, Disney on ice, back at the Thomas & Mack in January. You are going. Tickets next hour at 825. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Did your dog ever tilt its head and look confused? While also looking like the cutest thing ever. Well, scientists may have finally figured out why they do that. And it's not just to look cute. Until now, their best guess was that the head tilting helped dogs hear better or see past that big nose that they've got. But those were just guesses and not very good ones. A new paper in the journal Animal Cognition says it might actually be a sign that they are smarter than other dogs and that they understand what you're telling them. Researchers tested a bunch of dogs to see if they could learn and remember the names of different toys. Most of them couldn't do it, but some could. And dogs that can are often called gifted word learners or GWLs. It turned out that the GWL dogs were much more likely to do a cute head tilt when they heard the name of each toy. Dogs that weren't that good at learning words only did a health tilt in 2% of their sessions, but the GWL dogs did it in 43% of theirs. So why was that the case? The team behind the study thinks that those cute head tilts must have something to do with the dog accessing old memories. So if your dog does it a lot, they could be a genius, at least compared to other dogs. Oh, uh, Jax, he had a toy. It was this big blue rubber ball that horses use. And when Jack was kind of like a puppy to one year old, we had it in the house. We kept it in a certain area and it was time to play with that. We go blue ball, blue ball. And he would do the same thing. Mercedes kind of tilt his head and he knows the area we kept that blue ball. He destroyed it. We never got another blue ball. He had so many other toys. But every once in a while, I'll go, I'll go blue ball, blue ball. Head tilt. It looks to the spot where we used to keep that blue ball. He's, it it's sounds nuts. like he's a genius. Then. Oh, man, it's crazy. Also this morning, how many times did you hit snooze this morning? 40% of people in a new poll claim they never do it. 
and another 20% don't use an alarm. 13% of people say they usually hit snooze once, 11% said twice, and 7% said three times. 5% of people actually said more than that. And that includes 1% of Americans who usually hit snooze at least six times. Young people are more likely to do it a lot, and 4% of folks under 25 say they mash that snooze button at least six times a day. But the most common way we wake up now is with an alarm on our phone. Only 16% use an actual alarm clock, and 19% of people said their body's internal clock wakes them up. Yeah, I can't. It'll kill me if I snooze. So as soon as the alarm goes up, I just, boom, just get up and go. Do you, do you hit it? Yeah, twice. I hit it twice. But Every I, time? I, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I still lay there, and, and I'm awake. I don't ever really fall back to sleep, but it just gives me time to think about, like, what I have for the day, and I just, it's kind of like my timer. Like, okay, you have... You have 14 minutes to think about what you're going to do today. And so that's what I do. The wake-up process starts with it. Yes, okay. exactly. All right. Finally, this morning, there are a lot of battles between baby boomers and the younger generation. Uh, also, millennials and, J- and Gen Z throw some Gen X in there. But for some reason, millennials and Gen Z, those two are not seeing eye to eye. There is a thread online where members of Gen Z are suggesting trends by millennials that they say they plan to end. And maybe there's some hope for young people. I don't know. Um, I got our resident Gen Z expert, one of them, on the phone. Wait, they put on ending it? Like, we don't like this trend? It's going to stop. It's going to end with We're us. ending it now. Okay. Let's get confirmation on this. I have a member of Gen Z on the phone. It is my daughter, Brooklyn. Good morning, Brooklyn. Hi. Hi. Hey, Brooklyn. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Do you have a good Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what what of it? Did you get lots of candy? <laughs> Did you get lots of candy, Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bro- Brooklyn, how old are you now? 12. I'm talking to her like she's 6 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she should be responding with a little more enthusiasm. Okay, Brooklyn, so here's the deal. I'm going to go over some of these uh trends from millennials that Gen Z says they're going to try and cancel. You tell me if it needs to be canceled, okay? Okay, so weird drawn-on eyebrows. Millennials apparently are big on the weird drawn-on eyebrows. What's your take on them? Canceled or are they okay? Cancel. Cancel. Wait, now, Steph, are you millennial? I am an, a, a millennial. I can't even say it. a millennial. Yes. Can they debate this? Do you? Okay. You, um, I honestly think they. No offense to the millennials out there, they need to go. The yeah. drawing on the eyebrows. Yes. What are you? What? Do you, what's your thoughts on the drawn-on eyebrows, Brooklyn? Like. It's just easier to go more simple. They're all about the simplicity. I like this. Okay. um, The the bad relationship that millennials have with other generations, including the boomers. Do you think millennials have a bad relationship with the other generations? Yeah, because a lot of them think that millennials are stuck up a lot. Ooh, Steph, is your generation stuck up? See, I feel like I'm a baby boomer at heart. Not going to lie, I go to bed at eight. <laughs> I, I like my wine sometimes. But I am on the Salter trend, so I, I feel like on the millennial side. But I agree. Some millennials were like, you're boomer. Like, we totally made up that line. So I, I can feel that. Okay, expensive hipster food like avocado toast. What's your take, Brooklyn? I feel like that can be good. Everyone has, like, a certain taste. So I don't personally like it, but I feel like a lot of people do. Avocado toast? I think it needs to stay. I like it. It's just make it less expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's just avocado and bread. I mean, yeah. come on. Brooklyn, are you still stunned that your mom likes dots when it comes to Halloween candy? 
No, they're not bad. Oh, oh whoa! whoa. I'm ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very surprised there, Brooklyn. Okay. Okay. So, um, the man bun hairstyle, Brooklyn. Yes or no? Mm, I'm partial on that one. Some people like it. Some people don't. Uh, Steph, man, that, man buns. The man buns need to go, guys. They are not cute. I have some friends that have man buns. Ugh, dude, <laughs> once you get go. some scissors and just cut it off, yeah. <laughs> while they're sleeping. <laughs> okay, lip injections, Brooklyn. What do you think about lip injections? No, there. A lot of people do them way too big, and I just it's no. Stuff. I I'm if that makes you happy, do it. And if it feels a little bit more like if if it's natural, I'm totally for it. Me personally, I'm not about it. But if it makes you happy. Go ahead. Okay. Um, that's all that I have on this list. But, Brooklyn, is there anything you want to add to it? Is thing that millennials need to stop doing? Um, well, like, stuff up early. Like, they make up, like, a lot of things. Like, okay, boomer. Just being mean. They need to be nicer. Yeah. Gen Z like, is all about peace, love, and happiness. That's good. I like that. What about the word adulting? Do we need to stop saying the word adulting, Brooklyn? No, I feel like that's a good word to use, actually, because it helps describe a lot of stuff. Like we're being responsible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brooklyn, what's your day look like? You got class, and then what's the, run me through your day. What do you have going on? Um. Well, my school starts in a few minutes, and then I don't have volleyball today, so I think I'll just go to school and then go home. Uh, what What's something that your dad does that you think uh, needs to retire? Um... He sings a lot. He sings a lot. <laughs> is it the music that it's he sings? Is- bad most of the time. Is it the music but that he sings? Stuff, he's very enthusiastic when he sings. Is he with you now? Yes. Yeah. Tell him to sing that Willow Smith song he loves. All right. Get me from one. Just tell him to sing it. All right. Here he is. Oh, God. No, I don't know one word of the Willow Smith song except the musical part of that, and I don't have the instruments, so you're out of luck. <laughs> okay, everybody's really crabby this morning. It's over early, there. Mercedes. Come on. <laughs> Why can't you be enthusiastic 24 <laughs> 7? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Bye. That was the last <laughs> they one. They're crabby. It's early. She's going to school. She's about to walk into school. She, you know, come on. It's like I it's mean, a weekend or something. I know, but they know the they know the deal. You're married to me. Let's be enthusiastic. Come on now. <laughs> that was the last one. Yeah, that's it. Coming up here this hour, it's Tuesday, so we have Try It Tuesday. Did you bring your appetite? No, I didn't. But I'm actually excited. I'm gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna open up here soon. I'm really excited about what we have today. It is a. It's a snack. Fest, I think, right? Yeah, we have a bunch of treats. We're all going to try and rank them. We all have our different snacks in. So we'll get into that right around 8.15. And right after that, 8.25, those tickets for you to Disney on Ice. Lots coming up, you guys. That's Santana, Rob Thomas, and American Authors Move on Mix 94.1. It is 8.05 Tuesday morning. Hey, thank you to everyone who came out on Halloween to our ghost walk at the district at Green Valley Ranch. It was so much fun. We saw so many cute 
and adorable costumes. So many people out there. I just felt like people were really happy to to be out and about and doing some trick-or-treating out there. It, it's kind of like the warm-up to the trick-or-treating in the neighborhoods. I love how they, they bring them out. It's like the practice, and then you go out for the, the neighborhoods after that. You get a double shot of candy. And that was the first time we were collectively together as a staff. The entire staff was out there. Heather, Nudia, myself, Sean, uh, uh, Jay Love, our boss, was out there. We, yeah, it was a blast out there. I, I, everybody Steph on and I were there, too. I said you guys. No, you I didn't. Said, I said we were out you there. You said myself. Heather, Nudia, Sean. Well, see, I didn't recognize you guys because you guys were in costume. <laughs> we were in costume. You didn't bring a costume. Why didn't you wear a costume? I didn't have one. I went. I my, I costumed it up for Las Vegas now on Friday. I was Frankenstein, and I had prosthetics on. I was in the makeup chair for an hour and fifteen minutes. And taking prosthetics off is not an easy thing. Oh, we didn't do, we didn't deserve the costume. No, I didn't say that. No, I, and then so Sunday night, I'm like, you know, I I am I am I am t- my face was raw from pulling, peeling off their prosthetics on 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 Friday night. So I'm like, I'm just gonna roll in my mixed gear and uh, hand out some candy and head home. I was very grateful on that night to Heather. She. Uh, she did something that is an unspoken rule of girl code. I was dressed up as Cruella DeVille. I had on makeup. I did my own makeup. I thought you were Moya from uh, S Creek. <laughs> no, JC. I was Cruella DeVille. <laughs> That's what I even said when we went to take a photo. I said, put Moya in the, uh, Moira in the middle. Oh, I didn't even hear you say that. No, I wasn't Moira. Why would I have like pale face and I put on a Dalmatian her, I thought it was shrug. one of her wigs. Like one of her wigs. No. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it was it's okay. on point. It it's was okay. on point. It wasn't on point because you didn't know who I was. I thought you were the mom. It's all good. It's all good. You know, <laughs> kick me when I'm down. It's all good. No, I, I went home. I Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know, it's sometimes sometimes you just swing and you miss. Or miss sometimes. I, I, I missed apparently. No, I had a big fat miss apparently. So anyway, uh, before you rudely interrupted me, I'm going to go back to my point. Yes, I'll be I'll, I'll be over here. <laughs> um, it's, I Heather. She did something that was a big. It's a big unspoken rule of girl code because um, part of my costume I had really really red lipstick on, and at one point I smiled and she goes, "Hey." And then she pointed to her teeth and did the rub signal. And that, I think, is an unspoken rule of girl code. If a woman has lipstick on her teeth, eyeliner in the corner of her eyes, or if it's smudged, or like a shirt tucked into her pantyhose, you have to let them know without making a huge deal about it. You'd not be like, there's lipstick on your teeth! Oh my gosh! She literally just said, hey. And then she did the wipey thing, and then that was it. And I was like, oh, mm." Did, did I get it? She's like, you got it. I was like, thank you. That is an unspoken rule of girl code. And it's just a little, little subtle thing. You know how to do it. If someone does it, you know exactly what she's talking about. Yeah, you don't make a big deal out of it. You just, you just let them know quietly enough. Don't you agree, Steph? That's one of those unspoken rules. Oh, absolutely. And I feel, I don't want to call any men out, but I had an event. I was out at a remote for mix and <laughs> My my mascara was all underneath my eye, and no one told me. And I think it's true. It's because it's a girl thing. I went into the bathroom. My mascara was dripping everywhere. Oh. And I was like, oh, why didn't anyone tell me? And I realized there was no girls around. Yeah, I would have told you. You would have. Yeah, I would. And and I know you would have told me. Same Absolutely. thing. What are some other unspoken rules of girl code? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. It's just it's unspoken. You just do it. I think another one is if you. If your friend drinks too much and 
maybe is on the verge of getting sick, you always hold the hair back for them. Always. Or give them, give them a, a rubber band so they can put their hair back. That's just an unspoken rule. What about um, for a situation, my wife has been in a situation where um, she needs a tampon and she doesn't have one. 100%. If someone asks for, if they ask for it, you hand one over. If they, if you can just tell it, it, it doesn't matter if you like the person or not. If you've got it, you have to give, give it. it to them. You have to give it to anyone, even if they're your mortal enemy. That is an unspoken rule of, of girl code. <laughs> Everything is, goes by the wayside at that point. <laughs> okay, I understand. Here you go, sister. Okay, now we can go back to being enemies. Yes, 100%. This one just came in and she says as a breast cancer survivor if you get breast cancer let as many people as possible feel your lump so they know what they are looking for wow that i never have heard that one before but that is that is brilliant that is truly Mm -hmm. brilliant i love that one uh this one just came in on text it says unspoken rule of girl code you help other women who seem to be in trouble yeah, if there's like an issue, maybe some guys leaving her alone. I literally pulled away strangers because it looked like a guy was bothering them before. I'd be like, hey, come here. I need to show you something. And they're like, okay. And they just go with me. I'm like, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay now. Okay, good. <laughs> food in the teeth. You all do that, right? Universal girl code, guy code, food in someone's teeth. You feel comfortable telling anyone? You feel more comfortable telling a, a, a fellow female? Gosh, I don't know. I, I, what do you do in that? I'll, I'll point it out. Same with the bat in the cave. If someone has uh, something up there, and I, I, you know, like, hey, right there, just let them know. Just give them a little heads yeah, up. Yeah, but don't make a big deal. No, out of go it. low key, low key when you give people these these warnings. Yeah, this one says if your friend gets back with her awful ex, you always support your friend, but also tell her the truth and say if the relationship is toxic. And Ooh. then uh, this one says you all always pretend that you know each other when a guy is being a jerk. And you or need, they need a way out of a conversation. Yes, you pretend you know them. Like, hey, I need you. Come here. Hi, nice to meet you. I just wanted to get you away from <laughs> that guy. Help, yeah. <laughs> Lots coming up here on Tuesday. It's Try Tuesday. We have that coming up in 10 minutes. And then right after that, Disney on Ice back at the Thomas and Mack Center in January. We've got your tickets at 825. Six ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning. Those tickets, Disney on Ice, back at the Thomas and Mack Center. Your tickets coming up in less than ten minutes. It is time for another Try It Tuesday, where we try stuff before you do. So you know whether or not you want to spend the money on it or take the time to do something. It could be a trend. It could be something viral. It could be an item. It could be a food. We try it before you do. So you know truthfully what we think of it. Now, we figured since we're just coming off of Halloween, there's a lot of candy going around. Maybe it's time to Look for other snacks that aren't so sugary or unhealthy. And so today for Try It Tuesday, we are sampling healthy snacks. We've got three healthy snacks. We're going to see if they taste like dirt or if they are actually good. Can snacks that are healthy be delicious? Now, you guys actually brought in the snacks. So you have your containers that you brought in. I'm going to let you guys kind of do the intro and the sell on them. Sure. Um, so we know what's what. But there's three that are in front of us here. So um, does anybody want to start with one? Yeah, I'll start with one, then you go staff, and I'll go to the other one. So Perfect. let's start with plant snacks, vegan cheddar chips. Uh, these things are free. They're made with cassava root, and they're free of everything. Gluten-free. They're vegan. There's no sugar. Grain-free. 
dairy free, soy free, tree nuts, corn. It's there's like just nothing in these things. And this is something my wife and I. She does a lot of vegan food. Uh, we discovered these like two years ago in Wyoming, and then realized they sell them here in town at at Sprouts. And so this is one of like our go to chips. Um, Where do you get them? Uh, Sprouts sells them. Sprouts, I think Whole okay. Foods might as well, but uh, Sprouts has them all the time. There's different flavored ones, too, but I, I grab the uh, the vegan cheddar. is kind of our go-to chip on this. Okay, as someone who's not familiar with it, can you explain what cassava root is? I don't even know what that is. It's a root. Mercedes is all I know about it. I've never... Okay. Yeah, it's just, it, it tastes like a chip to me, uh, kind of like a, like a wheat-thinny type chip. It's a, a nutty flavor to it, to the, to the cassava root, but I, I don't know the benefits or um, the pluses or minuses of cassava root. I have Can no idea. Can you give us some nutritional information on it on as these... far as like serving size, yeah, uh, as far as calories, the... stuff like that? Yeah, as far as the chips, sure. So five five chips per serving, 140 calories. You're looking at seven grams of fat. There's some sodium, 190 milligrams of sodium. Total carbs, 20 grams. You get a little fiber, two grams. And you get one gram of protein in there. That makes me sad that the serving size is only five of these. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, how are you supposed to eat just five? Here's there you the, go. There's your serving. Here's the thing, though. So look at this big bag, okay? All right. We just opened this, right, Steph? Yep. That's all you get. Oh. And- Very deceptive advertising with okay. the bag. Well, okay. So there's those are some minuses. But let's let's talk about the taste, okay? Okay. Um. So... You've had them before. You you love them, obviously. No, I don't so. love them. I like them. Oh, you like? I them. like okay. them. Okay. Yeah, they're they're manageable for me. Okay, I'm gonna try it. Cassava root. Good crunch. Good flavor. I don't know what cassava root is, but yeah, they're good. I mean, I'm a, I agree with you. They're not like the greatest chip I've ever had. Yeah. But they're not bad, and I could see. If you're going for a healthy alternative and you want some crunch, I would totally eat these. Yeah, they're they're okay. Yeah, I they're would just eat fine. Them. I would eat them. Like if it's like at the airport and they only had this as an option, I'd eat the whole bag. Yeah. I just wish you could eat more than five for a serving. I know. I do five in one handful. Like we we open this, a bag is gone after one sitting between my wife and I. Yeah. So I, I like them. I think that that's a really good legitimate Healthy snack alternative. Nice one. What are they called again? Plant snacks. Vegan cheddar. They also have, there's a sea salt one that they have. And I think there's a third flavor, but I only tried this one in sea salt. Sea they salt taste is... like tortilla chips to me. Yes. Like, mm. like kind of stale tortilla chips with a little bit of flavoring. A little bit of salt on them. Yeah. yeah. The sea salt ones, by the way, have zero flavor. Zero? It's like eating cardboard. Okay. These have a little flavor. So, I'd like out of 10, I would probably give those like a, a six and a half. Mm. Agreed. Same? Yeah. Maybe about... even a six. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm six or seven. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you guys. It's when we first had them, we're like, oh wow, this is so good. The vegan cheddar, so cheesy, and I feel like they've scaled back on, on the, the cheesiness. They yeah. really have because when they had these first had these two years ago, I mean, there's the, it's vegan cheese, but cheese in our fingers couldn't get enough of the cheddar. But my wife noticed a couple like months ago. She's like, I feel like there's not as much cheddar in these things. It's almost as if they're scaling back on their cheese. Okay, mm. well, see, I mean, like I said, not not the worst thing I've ever had. Definitely, definitely good vegan good. option. Okay, next one, Steph, you brought these in. What are these? I did. They're called the Extra Cheddar Cheesy Smiles. I got the big bag. These are from Costco. Uh, Annie's Homegrown makes them, and they're organic. They're baked, not fried, and there's no artificial flavors or synthetic colors. Um, They kind of remind me of Cheeto Puffs. Uh, As far as nutritional value, the serving size here is one and three-fourths cup. Uh, They're about 170 calories. Total fat, 12 grams. Five milligrams of cholesterol, 270 milligrams of sodium, uh, 15 grams of carbs, um, and about two grams of protein. Pretty okay. good. Yeah. The, uh, one, and, one and a quarter cup, you said? One and three-fourths. Three-fourths? Wow. So you can eat a lot of these. Yeah. For the... And, and yeah, they look like Cheetos, so that's a plus. Let's yeah. give them a shot here. 
I love Annie's because I get their mac and cheese and make up for my kids. Mm. Makes me feel somewhat healthy. Don't they make the pretzels too? Yeah. Pretty good. I love these. Flavorful, light. They taste just like the Cheeto Puffs. Just like them. Mm-hmm. What do you think? So good. This is the greatest thing I've ever had. It's real, real cheese, that's why. Do you guys ever have Jacks or is that an East Coast thing? I've, I've heard of Jacks. Heard of you ever heard of Jacks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just like Jacks are just like these, but like three times cheesier. And I think they're kind of an East Coast thing. Mm. They remind me of Jacks. They're delicious. I haven't had real cheese like this stuff in a long time, so this is home run. Just FYI, there are milk ingredients in this. Yeah, so, it's cheese. Yeah, yeah, so it's real cheese. It's yeah. not like those type of artificial cheeses. Mm. Yeah, so this does contain milk ingredients for those that are dairy uh, sensitive. I give this a 9.9 out of 10. I don't know why I'm keeping point one away, but I just feel like I'm, I have to. <laughs> no one's perfect. That's why. These are so good. Oh, I delicious. love these. Do you like them? I love them because I haven't had real cheese. Like, yeah, a, like a cheesy a poop. This is a fantastic. This is so good. Yeah. Okay. Nice one. All right. Back to you, JC. What's okay. This last one, one? They look is very similar, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's kind of that uh, cheesy puff look. They're hip peas. They're organic chickpea snacks. Now, Starbucks, you, they, they still might sell these at Starbucks. Oh, I've seen these before at yeah. Starbucks. There's different flavors. There's white cheddar. There is. This is like a barbecue one. There's different flavors. This is one that I grab. I like the barbecue. My wife likes the white, uh, white cheddar. But yeah, gluten-free, kosher, vegan, uh, no nuts, no soy, the whole nine yards. We're talking serving size, four of these. That's and, it? Yeah. Well, oh, Again, look at, the, look at the bag, too. Small bag. You only get like a handful in there. Um, How many calories in a serving 130. size? 130. Oh, my gosh. I'm going back to the Annie's. I can eat a <laughs> cup, almost two cups. No, but they smell good. Okay, so. Oh, they they're do. Made out of, they're made out of chickpeas, you said? Yeah. They, uh, did you say they're barbecue flavored? Yeah, they, I smell barbecue. These are called Bohemian Barbecue. Mm, okay. Oh, wow. They're really crunchy. Ooh. Ow. I just bit my tongue. Uh-oh. And those who don't like us, our chewing sound effects on the show, we Sorry. apologize for this segment. This is good. I love the crunch. I like the crunch. I like the initial taste, but I don't like the aftertaste. Do you guys get a weird aftertaste? It's funny because I, I do get the aftertaste, and I like the barbecue aftertaste that I get. My wife, she can't stand it. She wants the white. If we go, she's like always wants the white cheddar. I feel like I might like the white cheddar better. Yeah. Like, but I don't dislike these. I like these better than the first one, for sure. I do like the aftertaste, JC. I'm with you mm. on that. The barbecue mm-hmm. kick? I do. I like the barbecue a lot. Three grams of fiber in these and four grams of protein in these things. So you get a little protein and fiber. Get the stomach. But limit. you only can eat four. That's it. <laughs> Darn it. Um, what do you guys give this on a scale of one to ten? These I give an eight. I do, I do like these. Um, Whole Foods, you can find these. Like I said, Starbucks too. So if I see these, I do grab a bag of these. I'm a fan of these. I so, like them too. I give them an 8.5 actually. I love them. I, I would say seven. I like them. Um, but I don't. I think I would have liked them better with the white cheddar. I think I'm like your wife. Mm. I'm just not a big barbecue person. But I, I do. I would pick these over the first one for sure. So... There you go. You're sick of candy. You want a little healthy snack, a little something to crunch on. We got your crunchy, healthy snacks. Those are good. Delmi wants to know, what are the Annie's? They are the extra cheddar, cheesy smiles, and I got them from Costco. So you get a huge bag. Yeah, look at your bag compared to this uh, (laughs) Sprouts uh, Starbucks bag. It's smaller than my hand. (laughs) It looks like you're about to just... Have chewing gum. Yeah, this is like a serving yeah, size like to a, me. One uh, bag. A pack of juicy fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are really good. Thanks for bringing those in, you guys. Those are really good options if you're looking for a little snack on the healthier side. I loved it. Yeah, nice little treat. Let's transition 
to this. You have your phone there. All people are starting to call. I like this. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up for a really cool prize. We have a four-pack of tickets to Disney on Ice presents Dream Big at the Thomas & Mac. January 6th through the 9th. It's got Coco. It's got Moana. It's got... um, Anna, Elsa, all your favorite Disney characters telling you how you can dream big. And all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Easy as that. Caller 20, you get to play 702-364-9400. It's Walker Hayes, Fancy Like on Mix 94.1. Fancy like. Walker Hayes, Fancy Like on Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, our contestant is Tammy, your caller 20. Tammy, ready to play Heads Up? I am. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with Going in Circles, Shade of Red, uh, Grandma's Cookies, or First They're Sour? Grandma's cookies. Grandma's cookies. It is. Okay, today is Cookie Monster Day. So these are all different flavors or types of cookies, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? I pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Tammy, you got 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six correct. It'll get those tickets to Disney on Ice. And you ladies, you start now. This is usually the flavor Grandma likes. It has raisins in it usually. Uh... You might have a bowl of it for breakfast. Raisin bread? No, it's uh cereal. Cereal? No, let's let's warm. Uh, yes. This is um let's pass on that. This is a Girl Scout cookie flavor that's mo- one of the most popular. Um there chocolate chip? No, wait, what'd you say? Mint? Uh, does that count? Yeah, we'll give you okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is uh, what you would eat. Chips Ahoy. They're, they're this flavor. Oh, I just said chips. Oh, Mercedes. Chocolate chip. Yeah. You make these at Halloween. Um, they're, they're, little, they're little people that you... Um, little guys. Gingerbread? Yes. Pumpkin? Um, pass. This is, um, this is made with graham cracker, a Hershey bar, and a marshmallow. Ten seconds. Smart. Yes, this has cream in the middle. Marshmallow cream? No, this is a it's a it's a sandwich cookie. Oreo. Oh yes, this Oreo. is. Oh man, we missed it. Oh, oh by that was a hard wh- category. That was really really difficult. I don't know why we had so much trouble with that one. I'm so sorry, Tammy. Aww. Please don't hang up. I'm gonna make sure you get a collation prize. Hang on the line, but that means caller twenty right now. You get these tickets. Disney on Ice in January. If you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. Here's Billie Eilish. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 845. If you guys ever want to reach out to the show, we are here. We love getting your texts. We love hearing from you on the phone. Our number is 702-364-9400. So my mom was in town. She actually just left on Sunday. and. I had to ask her a really difficult question. It was like at first I I was nervous to ask it because I and I wasn't going to ask it, but she kind of brought up a conversation and uh, I was like, you know what? I've been thinking about this. I'm going to ask her. 
have you had to have a difficult conversation with someone and what was it in regards to? So we went on a walk in the morning, um, just she and I, and, you know, just talking about everything. She just, she loves walking in Las Vegas. There, our neighbor has this rosemary bush. And when we go, she pulls off a spring of it and she just smells it the whole time we're walking. She loves the smell of fresh rosemary. And um, she's like, it's just so, so beautiful. You know, I just, I just appreciate life so much. And, and then she goes, I really miss your dad. And it just, oh, I felt my heart sink. And I was like, I know you do, mom. I go, we all miss him. I go, but I'm so proud of you. I'm just so proud of you living your life for the both of you and just seeing things and, and not letting him going destroy you. And she's like, I, I, I can't, she's like, I just, I won't let him down like that. And it was just, it was just so sweet. Like she's just so sweet. And, um, I said, so I want to ask you a question and if it's weird, you can just tell me to, you don't want to talk about it, whatever. And she's like, okay. And I go, have you ever thought about dating again? And it got real quiet. <laughs> I was like, oh, I shouldn't have asked this. And she, she's like, oh, she goes, I, I couldn't. And I was like, okay, I just, and I don't, I'm not trying to push you to doing that. Cause I'll be honest. I, I don't know if I could handle it mm -hmm. honestly, but, um, but I told her, I said, I just want you to know that if you ever were to decide you wanted to, that you wouldn't have to worry about me getting upset that I will support you and love you no matter what. Um, and she, she grabbed my arm and she's like, that's so sweet of you. And she's like, and thank you for saying that she goes, but honestly, I don't think I could ever do that. And it was just such a difficult thing to bring up because I've thought about it before and I know people have gone through it. And and was it, was it difficult for you? Um, when maybe you, you lost a parent and then the other parent started dating again, was that difficult for you? D did you bring it up to them before it happened? It was so hard for me to say that because like I said, I can't imagine my mom with anyone else I really can't it's just like she and my dad were made for each other but at the same time I I also don't want her to be lonely and you know maybe she would like someone to a companion will it be the love of her life I doubt it I think my dad was the love of her life but do you know what I mean it was just it was so hard to bring it up but she then she told me later on that day she's like I really appreciated what you said she goes that really meant a lot to me. I, again, I don't think I could ever do it, but I really appreciated what you said. And I was just like, of course, mom, like I love you no matter what. It was just, it was hard to bring up, but I was glad we had that conversation. Yeah. I'm sure it's something that's been, been uh, in the back of your mind for, for a while. I think that is a great thing too, that you brought up with your mom. Cause in, in a way you're, I don't want to say you're kind of giving your blessing to her. Like maybe she, maybe your mom did meet somebody, but she had some hesitation. And I, I think too, I think your father was, you know, the love of your mother's life and just the two of them together, just so sweet. And maybe it's, you know, a companion to, to you know, be with her throughout the rest of her life. But, you know, I wonder if she ever met someone and she's thinking how hard it would be to tell her kids. And now the fact that you kind of gave your her blessing, listen, if you're going to go down that road and there's someone that you're interested in hanging out with, we respect that, Mom, and we, we support you in that. That probably took a, a weight off of her shoulders. If she ever wanted to go down that road, she has to worry about you guys it being awkward with you guys. Well, you know, I, I, I did say I had a little caveat to it. And uh, I, you said we, and I, I told her, I go, 
I don't know if the other kids will be so <laughs> okay with it, though, because I just I have a feeling like a couple of my other siblings would would not be okay with it. And and again, it's not that I'm like, go out, date. I, I'm not saying that. By no, you're, you're saying, no, if you are, you meet someone, you don't have to worry about me. Right. It's cool. It's cool here in Las Vegas. You can bring Stan down here if you want to. Stan. <laughs> Mom's like, yeah, I met a guy. Like, Whoa, Stan. Slow down, Mom. But that, like, I, I think if it were to happen, it would be a big issue for a couple of my other siblings. Like, a big issue. And that's what I worry about. And it's like i don't want her to stop living her life you know what i mean yeah i, I, I it's just it's it was a really hard conversation to have but i don't know if anyone else has ever gone through that and what you you know how you approached it with your your parents and stuff but she'll never do it i can i can pretty much guarantee she'll never do it but i wanted her to know that if she did that you know i would she wouldn't she wouldn't get a hard time from me she, yeah, it, it's. I'm it's, working hard to be the favorite kid. <laughs> it's, it's cool here in Las Vegas. Your mom is very, your mom is young. Your mom is youthful. You know, so I and I, in my mind, I kind of see it too as it's a companion. It's someone to be with her. It's maybe right. someone in that same situation. And you see this too, and, and with with um with with older people where they lose the you know the love of their life. They're married for 30, 40 years, and then it's it's like a you know, and the, the other person's kind of the same situation, and they're they're just a companion to travel together and be together and, and spend time together. So you're not completely alone. So I would I would completely respect that. Um, I think if I was that situation, but it would be, it would, I would need some time. You know, I wouldn't want to say, you know, my father passes away and next next week my mom's got a new man. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what's, a, what's a good time, though? I, I mean, is there because it's, a been, year? it's been five years for, since my dad, but it seems like just yesterday it would still be weird for me. You know? Yeah. Uh, my my wife's mom remarried, but her parents got a divorce. But then her father passed away and, and she remarried. And I think it, it took a while for my wife to get adjusted to that situation. And she's very I happy. Bet, yeah. Very happy in that situation. So I think you would. You know, you would you would eventually get you you you're cool that I'm sure maybe you have a sibling or so that is is um not ready for that. I think eventually they would adjust to it and get and they would see your mom's happiness and, and eventually just kind of accept that situation. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I I can see and I'm not gonna throw any one of them under the bus, but I can see one in particular that would just be like absolutely not absolutely not and it makes me sad and then i have another that i think would be like um don't like this don't like this and then i have another that i think would be like whatever makes you happy <laughs> you know where, where, she, where would you want to meet him where would you want the meeting so let's say your mom did find a companion would you want her to fly to Vegas with the guy? Or would you want to meet him up there for a quick dinner? Like, oh, I thought you meant where would she meet him? No, I'm like, no, well, no. The only place she goes to is Kohl's, so he would have to shop at Kohl's. Oh, he's there. <laughs> That's the only place she goes to is Kohl's. He's a widower in Kohl's. He's buying some winter gloves. Fighting love at Kohl's. Yes. <laughs> in front of the Jennifer Lopez collection outfits. <laughs> your mom's looking for winter gloves for your brother. He's buying gloves himself. They both pull the, the gloves. Like, oh, and their eyes lock, and then... And they become friends. Yeah, well, let's That's just all. Be friends. Let's be friends. Like in her words, no hanky panky, <laughs> just friends. <laughs> oh, it's very sweet of a conversation. You uh, it was. It was so nice to have her out. It was just, uh, yeah, it was kind of uncomfortable, but I was glad it was finally spoken. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, go back to smelling that rosemary, mom. Yeah, here I'm going to send you a bush to plant in front of yard. Just stay at home, please. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Lots coming up here this morning. Next hour, we're giving you a chance to go uh, on a vacation to any. 
any Sandals Resort. Be here at 920 for that. And then up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, a third of us will spend the holidays with this person. Who is it and why will we be miserable? We'll tell you. Also, you're going to need a quick pick-me-up in just a few minutes. We're going to explain that. And a Florida mom says her school will not let her volunteer there anymore. And we're going to tell you the reason they gave for that coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. If you're already dreading the holidays, this could be why. A third of Americans say they'll be spending them with at least one person they do not like. (laughs) 13% said there's a specific person they don't want to see. Another 21% said more than one person. So that's 34% of us who have to spend the holidays with someone we'd rather not be around. A separate survey found that seeing people isn't the most stressful part of the holidays, though. The top five things we'll stress about this year are pandemic-related stuff, uh, getting gifts to people on time, holiday traffic, Bad weather and big crowds. Seeing friends and family actually uh, ranked eighth. 63% of Americans plan to travel for the holidays overall, which is up from 46% last year. And 27% of people said they have to travel for Thanksgiving and Christmas. 37% say they'll also take part in at least one virtual holiday event this year. Traveling, I don't know if it's for you when you go back home, but it's like it's it's... Like work almost. And I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But last time we were home was Christmas of 2019. But you, you're there for four or five days. And okay, you know, Monday night, I got to see I gotta see my sister and her kids. And Tuesday, I go swing by, make sure I see my brother. And then do this and do that. And then drive across uh, to Pennsylvania to the rest of my wife's family and see so-and-so. There's like an itinerary of people we got we to gotta visit when we get out there. Yeah, I, I, we, are, we don't have an itinerary of people, but... I carry a curse with me when it comes to traveling to Denver in December. Every time we go, our flights get canceled or Mm. we get snowed in. So that's why I don't like to go during the month of December. Any other month, fine. But for the past, you know, three or four to gone, our flight gets canceled uh, because of weather related issues. So we just don't go in December anymore. Maybe in November we'll go, but not in December. Yeah. I mean, and also now with all the travel stuff, we were talking about that a couple hours ago. My wife and I had it once we went back for, to Pennsylvania flying back. Our flight was canceled and I think it was like a 10 a.m. flight. So now when we fly back, we take the first flight out of there and it's like 6 a.m. And so you have to get up super early to get to the airport because we're not close to it. But I like to have that option for some reason that 6 a.m. flight is canceled. There's other flights yes. after that I can try to jump on because I remember when ours got canceled. It it was just we were all turned around. So now it's like first flight out of there. You get up early. It's cold, but at least you're you'll get on the flight. And if it's canceled, there's hopefully other options. Well, and and usually they don't cancel that first flight. They usually cancel the flights after yeah. the first flight. So that's actually very smart. Also, this morning a new survey has found the average person needs three boosts to get them through an average day, and you're going to need your first quick pick me up by nine twelve a.m. in just twelve minutes. You're going to need your first pick-me-up. We really start dragging after lunch, though. The poll found we are the most desperate for a boost at 1.18 p.m. And here are the top things that can give us a boost. One, getting some good news. That's that's a big booster. Um, catching some sun. Going for a walk. 
coffee, of course, getting some fresh air and having a holiday to look forward to. Thanksgiving's coming up. Some people have Veterans Day off next on Thursday, uh, watching a, a show or movie, receiving a compliment, hearing one of your favorite songs. We'll help you with that in just a minute. And then fixing a problem. <laughs> so those are your big uh, mood boosts that that can help you get a quick pick-me-up during the day. Remove caffeine out of it. Do you, do you have a go-to, something that kind of helps you out to kind of boost you, get you going through the day? Um, it's, I have this one friend that just sends me the most random texts. And it's always like, I was just thinking about you, just wanted to let you know how much I love you. And that's it. Like, doesn't ask for a reply, mm-hmm. nothing. And I'm just like, ah. And it just always makes me smile because it's just out of nowhere. And I just, that always gives me a good mood boost. How about you? For me, if I'm not a big napper. Like during the week, I'm not. Weekends, I like to get a nap in. But if I have time, I'll do a five-minute nap. I know that's not really a nap, but it's just that to shut my body down for a second. And then as soon as the, uh, I'll set my alarm, so set it for five minutes. As soon as the alarm goes off, the trick is you just got to get up and go. And so that that does help. It's, it's almost like resetting your phone. Your phone's not working right. Your computer's not working right. You do that hard reset. Things start to work a little bit better. I look at it as a hard reset of my body, and then I just get up and go. Yeah, I love the nap. I just can't do a quick one like you. I'm uh, If I'm going to go down for a nap, I want at least a half an hour. At least. Mm. I prefer four. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we can't always get what you we can't, want. No, you can't. Is that the... You got one more, right? Uh, yeah, I got one more. Uh, finally, this morning, so... A mom in Florida who's been volunteering at her kid's school for the last five years has just been told she can't do it anymore. And she's not taking it lightly. Her name is Victoria Treese. And she claims she was recently informed she's being barred as a volunteer, not for anything she did on campus, but for what she does on her free time. It seems the school district is not a fan of her racy only fans account. She's 30 years old. She's got two kids at this school and she passed a background check. She's been helping out there for years, but that all came to a stop when a concerned parent, quote unquote, sent an anonymous letter to the Orange County Public Schools outing her OnlyFans modeling. Tree says she's been on the site for more than two years. She's never tried to hide it. She says no one has the right to judge what other people do for a living. She says, I feel judged and so isolated. She was stripped of the chance to participate in her children's lives with no legal or constitutional justification is what her attorney is saying and they say that you know now she's humiliated that someone felt the need to expose her and she's threatening to sue the school district for one million dollars so what do you think should should she be banned from volunteering if she's doing this on the side uh obviously there's a that concerned parent is on checking out only fans yeah go back to how did you discover me no, i'm all for it let her let her earn some cash on the side if she's doing that she's not hurting anybody and then she's helping out volunteering on, on one one side and doing the only fans on the other i'm all for it let her let her do it make some extra cash yeah I, I but now it's out there so now i'm sure the kids have all heard about it and it's a big issue like why? Why did you feel the need to expose her like that? But I do go back to that, like, oh, okay, oh, you saw me on OnlyFans? How did you see me on OnlyFans? You're looking around? Okay. Did you like? Fine. Thank you for the money, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I see you're a premium member. <laughs> we, Mix94.1, is giving you a chance to go on a vacation to any Sandals resort. You pick the resort, you also get airfare. Your chance to win is coming up at 920. Elton John and Dua Lipa. The song is Cold Heart. This is Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. And just about three minutes, your chance. This is awesome to win a Sandals Resort trip, a vacation to any Sandals, any Sandals Resort. You pick the resort. You get airfare, all that. Your chance in less than three minutes. Just a little reminder to everyone next weekend. 
we're falling back. Uh, daylight saving kicks in. So this national survey came out that says that 83% of Americans say they sometimes or always feel out of control about their nighttime snacking um, as we approach daylight saving time. That They say that we get these weird cravings for snacks when the time changes. We're thrown off and the go-to automatically is to go for snack foods. They say the most craved snack foods for Americans are ice cream, cookies, and chips. And uh, 83% of Americans also say they feel out of control about their nighttime snacking. And it's all because of the anxiety that we get because of daylight saving time. It's my wife. She has, she has sleep issues. And so she, um, we started talking about this early last week is what I mentioned. Cause she's in California. She left yesterday. So she's, she's going to be there in California this weekend when we make the change. And so we we're talking about it last week and uh, she's all oh, going to start a- adjusting and getting ready. I put no thought into that comment that she said, and then and she started going to bed earlier last week. And again, I wasn't really paying too much attention to the fact that she was going to bed a little bit earlier. And so here we are Saturday morning. It's like 430. I, I wake up and there's like a glow coming from her side of the bed and look over. She's on her iPad. I'm like, is, is, is everything all right? She's yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, you know, waking up earlier so I can get ready for the time change. I'm like, OK, cool. And I roll back over to, to sleep a little bit longer. As I roll back over, I start to think I'm doing the math now in my head. I'm like, wait, you want to get used to the time change? You're getting up earlier. So when the time changes, instead of being 4.30, it's going to be 3.30. You're thinking, I'm like, you're, do- I'm like, roll back over. I'm like, you're doing it wrong. You should, be, you should be staying up later and sleeping in a little bit longer. You're doing it all backwards. She was completely turned around. She was adjusting to the clocks going ahead, ahead an hour instead of the clocks going back an hour. I think this is actually going to work to her advantage. It'd be different um, in the spring. It'd probably put her right on track. But now she's going to be early for everything. And it's always great to be early for everything, isn't it? Oh, she sprung if she sprung forward. Isn't the, no? If she sprung forward, she would be on time. But now that she did it the wrong way for falling back, she's going to be early for everything. <laughs> so that's a good thing. If she, I don't know if she's notoriously late, but I sure am. And so I wish I could start moving back a little bit ahead of time. And that would, or yeah, moving back a little bit. The whatever the way she's doing no, I know. it, I'm she, so confused. She was doing it for sleep, for sleep reasons, so she can get her sleep cycle in rhythm. That's why she was going to bed earlier, thinking, okay, once we make the change, instead of going to bed at, at um, 9 o'clock, I would technically be going to bed at 10 o'clock, so I want to start my body clock adjustment early. That's why she was going to bed earlier and waking up earlier, but what she should have been doing, and she started it on Saturday night, and she did it too, is staying up later and getting up later. It's it's so funny because I just I I know we say it every year. We've already talked about it this morning, but this whole thing, it just doesn't make sense. I why is it that the people in Arizona have it all figured out and they don't change it at all? They're just fine. And 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 they live their lives and they're perfectly happy. But we have to we have to go back. Well, I I get it. The fall is wonderful. We get that extra hour. It's fantastic. But I don't think the spring forward is worth it. I'd rather just stay consistent. And then you don't have to change your clocks. Granted, most of them change on their own now. But, you know, you always have that one lone clock in your house that is not attached to anything that makes it switch. So you got to go. You got to make sure it's right on time. It just It's not worth the hassle to me. It is too, it's too much. And then the fact that it's going to be darker out earlier after we make the change. And that yeah. just that messes with me. When it, for some reason, when it's a little bit colder outside and it's dark out, my mind's like, you should be at home. What are you doing? It's 530 at night. I'm like, ah, no, get home. Get ready for bed. Like, no, it's still early. But my mind, it just messes with my mind. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I, I That makes me sad when the sun sets at like 430. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> 
Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Mariah Carey is trending this morning. Time to dust off the holly. Press play on Mariah Carey. Yesterday she declared that now that Halloween is officially over, it's time for Christmas. The Queen of Christmas shared a video on social media announcing the beginning of holidays while donning a red glittering gown, smashing pumpkins with a candy cane striped stick. And in the background, this song, the 1994 iconic holiday track, All I Want for Christmas is You, was playing. She also teased a very exciting announcement that is supposedly coming on November 5th. I'm hearing it's going to be a new Christmas song that she wrote, one that may take the place of All I Want for Christmas is You. Can anything take its place? I don't know. Leave it to Mariah to find out. And FYI, this time of year, it even has its own hashtag. It's hashtag Mariah Season. S-Z-N, and uh, a little picture of Mariah pops up if you use that hashtag, so make sure you give it a shot. The world changed back in 1994 when she released this song. Changed forever. We didn't know at the time. (laughs) Oh, Mariah Carey's got a Christmas song. Let me hear it. I know. Boom! It's crazy. Also trending this morning is Metallica. So the band is ready to teach their ways in a new master class called Being a Band. Now, the class, it entails 15 video lessons for a total of two hours and 45 minutes. They're going to go over topics like forming a band, how to communicate with different egos, writing songs. They're even going to break down some of their songs, too. Lead singer James Hetfield, he says, we've sustained our band for more than 40 years because we've learned a lot about each other and ourselves over time. In our class, we not only teach master class members how we write songs and find inspiration for our music, but how the experiences we've had together have contributed to successful creative collaboration. You can take one of these master classes at masterclass.com, and they're going to be performing in town, Allegiant Stadium, on February 25th. It is a trip to see these bands like the Rolling Stones, Metallica, that have stayed together for decades. And another band that's been together for decades is ZZ Top. 40-plus years for ZZ Top. And I want to see if you remember the answer, Mercedes, because I remember you were doing an interview with ZZ Top for Las Vegas Now on Channel 8. Yes. And you asked the guys. You think you had all three of them there um, um, at the time. And you said, what's the secret to staying together for so long? Do you remember what the response was? Separate tour buses. Separate buses. <laughs> they paused. Separate buses. Everybody needs a little space. And we took that into consideration. Now we all have separate studios. Yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so we're going to last a long time, guys. What's the trick? Separate. And they paused, too. They had this dramatic pause. Separate buses. <laughs> Finally, this morning, McRib is trending. The McRib is back at McDonald's nationwide this week for a limited time. It's the 40th anniversary of the sandwich, which first debuted in 1981 when it debuted it was actually a huge flop i don't know what happened where it turned but it became a success mcdonald's they're also releasing a mcrib nft which is a non-fungible token where you can actually own an exclusive digital representation of the mcrib they're releasing 10 nfts but they're not auctioning them off what they're doing is they're giving them away on social media so all you have to do is retweet mcdonald's nft tweet just go to at mcdonald's on twitter retweet their that tweet that is pinned up at the top and you'll be in the running for one of these mcdonald's nfts and that is what's trending
is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Thank you guys for joining us. We will be back tomorrow. We are going to have more chances for you to check out Disney on Ice. Your tickets will be happening in the 8 o'clock hour with Heads Up. Also, make sure you stay around because Heather is on the way next and she is going to have another code word for you to win an all-inclusive trip to any sandals in the Caribbean. I'm looking at the list. There's Montego Bay. There's the Plantation Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Oh my gosh, St. Lucia. There's so many. So make sure you're listening. She's going to give you that word in the 12 o'clock hour. We are out of here, but right now it's time for the line of the day. Adele, her album's coming out on November 19th, right around the corner. She released the track listing and the standout song to everyone, just based on the title, is a song called I Drink Wine. Well, we don't have to wait for the album to come out because Mercedes gave us her rendition of what I Drink Wine is going to sound like. And here is what Mercedes sound like. When I get sad, the only thing that listens to me is the Cabernet Sauvignon. I drink wine. Hit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go right to number one. I mean, it's going to dethrone Adele. Uh, yeah. My version, not hers. It's going to dethrone it. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's de- Mercedes' version of Adele has dethroned Adele's own version. Yeah, sorry. It just, I'm so, I'm so great. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. That'll do it for show number 1513 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.